0: I guess that the major question here is, if you're in a house that's haunted, is it possible that your house is built in a place that has an extreme geomagnetic field that might be affecting the temporal lobe of your brain? So it was 2019 and um, I pitched a new series to Discovery Travel Channel and I pitched it as a show called Strange World and I wanted to do something different from the norm. And a lot of people saw the very first episode at the tail end of that episode, uh, which originally I really wanted the whole episode to be about this, but they wanted to lead in with my previous investigation in Montauk and about the Montauk Project, which was a secret underground experiment that allegedly occurred between 1971 and 1983 at the Camp Hero Air Force Base in Montauk, New York, or the Camp Hero Air Force Station. And so I wanted the episode to be about the work of a neuroscientist named Michael Persinger. And one of the many things that he experimented with was electromagnetic energy. What we've been doing recently is generating words as magnetic patterns. And even though the person isn't hearing it through their ears, their brain is interpreting it. So they're actually having fragments of experiences as if they're hearing it when in actual fact they cannot be. You know, he was a true scientist, but believed that there was an opportunity through using these devices, and there were several, and I'll go through what they are. It would heighten psychic abilities or at the very least there would be some kind of effect that matched the same effect that we have when we witness a haunting or that we have some kind of odd psychic experience and uh, I'm not talking about probability or intuition sometimes I feel like we mistake a hypersense of probability for a psychic ability some of us have the perception to determine an outcome with high probability and so that becomes a prediction and then we assume that we have some kind of psychic premonition but i think there are true psychic premonitions and in this series i'll go through many that i experienced personally with you Um, but this particular experience was with a device called the god helm I read a couple of books by a woman named Mary Roach. Spook, I wrote this book, Spook, which is about people in laboratory settings with academic degrees trying to prove or disprove that the soul exists or that there's an afterlife, trying to use scientific method to pin down something that's really in the realm of spiritualism and religion. She wrote two books in particular that I thought were amazing. One was called Stiff, and that was pretty much about forensic pathology And how the body breaks down and how we learn from corpses fantastic book but the second was called spook and it was ideas and thoughts practical thoughts scientific thoughts on the afterlife within a chapter Mary actually visited Michael Persinger's lab and she took part in an experiment with something called the haunt box and this really intrigued me To me, Persinger's experiments were a modern version of things that, you know, I I saw in science fiction growing up as a kid. You can see all these electrodes here that generate a very light magnetic field and they affect the temporal lobe specifically of the brain. And I ended up using it in an episode of Strange World at the very end. And there were two sessions with it. One was off camera. It was in a hotel room in Los Angeles. And it was my first experience with it. The effects were very similar to what Mary Roach described she was experiencing in The Haunt Box. Now, when she was in The Haunt Box, she described sounds, uh, car horns, people talking, none of which was in the room at all and in my case the same thing was happening I was in Los Angeles in a hotel room but it was relatively quiet and I tried this late at night and uh, it was like the loading phase using this thing and so what an odd experience I so I was in the room with it and uh, let it run for quite some time I think I was doing this for at least over an hour I think it was two or three because by Todd Murphy's suggestion, that's how you began the loading phase because shortly after, I think it was the day after, we were to shoot the sesh second session for Strange World, which you're looking at right now. So these are some scenes from Strange World uh, while I was using it. Now, everything that I talked about and all of the effects that I spoke about in the episode were sincere. The questions that people ask me or did the God Helmet make you more psychic? I've always recognized a psychic perception, but I don't think that um, I don't think that my perception is any more to an extreme than anyone else's. I don't think my per, my psychic perception is any stronger than anyone else's. I think many of us just tune it out. We don't try to develop it. But for those of you who don't know, and as we go through this new web series, I'm going to show you that I met mostly with people either who had worked for the government, who still work for the government, or scientists. I looked into experiments. I looked into the Montauk Boys program. And Preston Nichols did talk about things that were similar to the God Helmet, that the mind was being Heavily bombarded with extreme amounts of electromagnetic energy. They leave a few pieces to be their normal awake mind, and that they were programmed the buried pieces. And that it was my responsibility to put them all back together again. So the programming is safe behind the trauma block. The second time that I used the God helmet, I had a profound experience with it. It's what I described in the show. I started to hear things that weren't there, much like Mary Roach did in in The Haunt Box. I mean, I was so exhausted making that show. Uh, We're talking, you know, 17-hour days for six months or more. It was was intense. And um, so I was tired. I may have broken one of the rules, and I was told by Todd Murphy not to drink any coffee. I told a little bit of a lie when he asked if I had drank it. Listen, I'm addicted to coffee. I drink so much of it and um, that day wasn't any different. So perhaps some of my headaches came from having a little too much coffee that day. However, outside of the little headaches that did subside after a month, um, I did have an enhancement. I did see things. I did have visions. The other is that I experienced micro naps. In other words, I could just be dozing off and immediately I'd be in a dream state. Now, I've always had vivid dreams, but these micro nap situations are very odd. I could just be slightly sleepy. And then I'm now in this this vivid dreamscape in and out of it, too. Sometimes like I could just be relaxing in the living room or something and uh, falling asleep a little bit and I will see another world. I believe that everything I'm telling you is a result of this, because I did not have those experiences before. And it's interesting how we began the series uh, with this experiment. And one of the very last things that I did was a sleep experiment in Texas, which I'll go over in one of these episodes as well, is that I think what the doctor in the sleep experiment was reading was also a result of not too long before that experiment using this god helmet. Should you use it? Uh, I don't know. You could look up Todd Murphy's site, you can order a god helmet, you can experiment with it. I'd like, I'm curious to see if any of you use it excessively, what it actually does, because some people say it has heightened their psychic abilities uh, to an extreme they had more elaborate experiences than I did. But I can tell you wholeheartedly to answer the question that people have been asking me is, um, the God Helmet works. Uh, To what extent I think you would have to use it more and um, you'd really have to follow the rules. The rules being, you can't drink caffeine before it, you have to be well rested and you have to follow every instruction. And so it's somewhat complicated. You know, if you look over here, all of these sequences are numbered, and you have to go into a program that you can download it to your computer after you purchase the helmet and um, follow it to the letter. Otherwise, I don't believe it's going to work correctly, and you have to spend quite a bit of time in the session with it. I think ultimately, what Persinger, Corin, and Murphy were all trying to figure out with devices like the God Helmet and the Haunt Box is that once the energy affects the temporal lobe of the brain, is it a hallucination? Are the hauntings in your house a hallucination as a result of geomagnetic energy? Or is it the spirits of the dead? I guess that the major question here is, if you're in a house that's haunted, is it possible that your house is built in a place that has an extreme geomagnetic field that might be affecting the temporal lobe of your brain? if you're seeing other phenomena for example let's say you're in the wilderness and you see some kind of odd cryptid you know some strange monster that people have been writing about for many years but no one has a sample of no one has caught is it at all possible that you were in a region of the wilderness that has a strong geomagnetic charge and that affected your brain in a way where you saw these things now i'm not suggesting it's hallucination and i don't think michael persinger Uh, Felt that way 100% either that perhaps these geomagnetic fields were conducive to opening up doorways Are they? Um, So these are you know, these are great questions Um, And these are questions on my mind and I wonder if eventually We'll we'll know the answers There are many people that suspect that The governments around the world already know um, because these experiments have been going on behind the scenes for quite some time. And we live, we, we literally live in the twilight zone right now. Um, you know, the governments of the world just announced that uh, aliens are real, UFOs are real, these strange craft from other worlds are real. They're confirming it now. And it's, it's such an amazing time to look into these things because it seems like we're on the precipice of a, of a new age. Hey ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me for this very first episode of Between Fiction and Reality. If you like what you saw, support this channel by hitting the notification bell, subscribe, share it around, and there's a lot more where this came from, so I will see you next time. Take care.